You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. One of the issues that I've discovered in re-releasing programs is that they are terribly dated sometimes, even if it's only from two or three years ago. COVID references and other things. Um, and so I have to sort of give the spiel in the beginning to explain what you're listening to. Some of it might not be as relevant. Argument that Kalman Warch and I had about what should be a Shabbos day and specifically Shabbos afternoon reading itinerary for the thinking person, um, I think is still very important and hasn't really been diminished at all as COVID has gone into the rearview mirror. We probably should have tightened the arguments a little bit. And there is a sense of going back and forth and just doing the same dance over again. I think the discussion uh, is worthy of spreading and perhaps making a change in Jewish communities. So here it is, what you're supposed to be doing on Shabbos in terms of your reading. From Chicago, this is the Chavrusa. I'm Avram Kivalevich. And I'm Kalman Warch. Kalman, we're entering really the dog days, it seems like, of summer, although it really isn't. It's just very hot here on the East Coast. But this Shabbos, with the heat, reminded me about the length of the Shabbosim. Um, you know, when you have your winter Shabbosim, of course, before you know it, Shabbos is over. The, the Shabbos afternoon you're lucky if you can finish your meal and get the shul and finish. I think now, especially a struggle that people have is how do they spend these long Shabbosim? Uh, especially, I guess, if it's if the heat is difficult and they can't take strolls and walk and see some of the beauty of uh, whatever town or country that they're living in. So they're probably staying at home with what they can't you know we're assuming that most of our audience is probably not going to uh open up their devices they're probably going to be doing some sort of reading some sort of and i would say you probably have the same issue in the winter as well i think that uh you know for the people who they make shabbos at four o'clock and your meal is over could be over by seven o'clock um you've got it you've got a uh a few hours before it's yeah. time to no, I, you know what? Again, I, I, I'm obviously aware that uh, if it's the winter, the nights are longer and the days, the summer are longer. Thank you for informing me about that. I, I, but I think quite often the Friday nights, we have, I, we have kumzitzes, uh, you have people who are just totally exhausted from their work week, from their rushing. I think the Shabbos afternoon phenomena is something that is more of a, I don't know if it's a challenge, but it definitely lends itself, I think, to different types of options. Um, you know, we both of us have talked about in, in, in various other places where the children can go, they'll go out and play, they'll they have games, um, the misuse of the Eruv in some ways, right? Uh, because it's a long, what are the kids supposed to do? They're playing basketball in front of the house. We've talked about it. We've talked and how, how, how it's frustrated us. But let's talk about your learned 
Balabas, in no sense, learned that he's an intelligent person, person who knows about what Torah is. He's he perhaps goes to a, a, some shiurim during the week, listens to wonderful podcasts of Torah and Machshove and debate. And now you have Shabbos afternoon. The devices are are shut and closed. What's open there for that person? And I think Kalman, what I would like to suggest is that we open up the Shulchan Aruch, and try to, once again, maybe it's a losing battle, but I actually believe this battle can be won. And the battle, what I'm saying is, let's get back and try to push people to adhere to the Shulchan Aruch itself. And in order to do that, let me just give me a second here to read just a couple of statements from Rabbi Yosef Cairo. So this is in Simon Shin Zion, which of course is uh, the Simon about Vedaber Dover, the Pusik in Yeshaya that gives really uh, a more expansive and perhaps uh, a more realistic view of how we spend our Shabbos, um, that we don't speak the way we speak. And what it means is not just the way we talk to each other, but also, as you know, what it is that we involve our minds in and read. So we know that Shabbos should be a time, if possible, that the Shulchan Aruch says that <clears throat> don't speak about business. Now, it's interesting, the Machaber knew that you can't stop people from talking, but they should recognize that their speech should be elevated. And I, 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 and, and I know about this Ramah that you want to interject. Before yeah, we I mean, get... I'd like to interject with the Ramah right here, because before you even start, people should already know that the Ramah says, uh, for people who talking about Shmuos, right? Shmuos means rumors, news, interesting stuff that's happening around. And that's, that's about as good a translation of the word news that you can get. Chidushim, new things. If you find pleasure in that, Mutur l'sapram b'shabbos k'mo b'chol, you may speak of them on Shabbos like you would during the week. It's just that if you don't enjoy it, so then for you, you don't have that hatter, you can't get into a discussion with someone else even for their sake. Okay, so you're underplaying as usual the source, Kalman. The uh, the hetter of the Ramah, which is based, of course, on the Truma Sadeshan, is that... What? He's quoting the Truma Sadeshan. I don't know if it's an exact quote. I would have to take a look at the words. Yes, he is based. Yes, he is using the Truma Sadeshan. Truma Sadeshan was talking about something that was a, was a, that was a problem. And the problem was that the people after Shul would uh, use the time. It's a very, go look in the Truma Sadeshan inside. You'll see he talks about the fact that people would, a gaggle of people would, 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 would be Mavaza, the Kedusha Space Aknesis, by just gathering around after Shul and just talking. And the question is, should we allow it or not? And there was, a, there was some rabbinic approach that felt that this was wrong, that we should, we should clear about. And the Truma Sadeshan came up with a heter. And the heter is, you're right, there isn't, he has two heterim. One heter he comes up with is the fact that it's an oneg. That you're right, the words themselves, as long as they aren't Lashon Hara and, you know, Dvar Masurim, even though Shabbos should not really be Dvarim Betelim, but for certain people, things that 
otherwise would be batel that don't really have such consequence because they don't really impact on their lives, but it creates a sense of oneg in the person listening to them, a great enjoyment. And the same Abbas... You, you sound like you're arguing um, for the Trimus Adeshin. That's a great I'm tr- but But That's it's... Right, but it's 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 an understanding of a weakness that that's an ironic view. Some people like Kishka, and some people like hearing a good shmua, and therefore for them, since Shabbos should be a day to get oneg, it's going to be it's allowed to do that. But you yourself just read it. But if you're not misaneg, so don't be part of the gaggle of people and say, no, "Look, I." But that's not what we're discussing here. We're talking about people who want to sit around and schmooze and have conversations. That's what they want, and the Rama is saying that that's that's Onik Shabbos. And when I say Onik Shabbos, it sounds like that's actually bringing pleasure to the Shabbos and it's upgrading your Shabbos. Otherwise, you couldn't call it Onik Shabbos. You could just say it's not Chil Shabbos. No, it's it's Onik because... Shabbos means that your Shabbos is elevated because you had this Asifas Chaveir and the friends gathered together. And they talk about that's things. not what it says, Kalman. What it says is since this is onig for you, you are on Shabbos allowed to involve yourself in dvarim that are ma'anig you as long as long as they're not usher. But that doesn't mean that this is somehow yet. In other words, basically, the feeling of onig you have within you is positive because it's happening on Shabbos, and, and, Shabbos, Shabbos, and Shabbos should. Yeah. Okay. But come on. Does that mean that the, the Ramah is is, is, is is saying that this is a positive? The Ramah knows that it's a reality. And the Truma Sadeshin knew it was a reality. That's why I said it's not the Ramah. The Truma Sadeshin knew his community. Reality. reality says that people enjoy these kinds of things. And that's what people should be, a person should have that as an option. Okay. The second heter, which is not mentioned here, the second, and that's why I said to look at the source is always so important. Not just to look in the big in the armchair and, 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 and check this and check the Myra Malcolm, but actually look it up, you'll see that the other aspect is, is that the fear of the unknown. Part of it was that by saying the shmuois, that it could somehow help them in terms of, hmm, maybe knowing about this fact will somehow save them if there's going to be some sort of uprising, some sort of Christian uh, uh, thing against you. And by during the week, you're too busy. And now that you hear about it, this could help you and in some way be an aspect of slash pikuach nefesh to hear about these events that are going yeah, to occur. I, I think by the Ramah specifically not going there. Again, my even though you're right that the Trumas Adeshin is the source for all this, we wouldn't rely on the Trumas Adeshin alone. We can't just say there's a shita out there. It's the fact that the Ramah codifies this and he chooses to codify it using the argument that Onigulahem and that, that's the way he's setting it up. And the Ramah is taking the position that if you enjoy something, I, I, I'll certainly concede, as long as there's no prohibition involved, there's no Lashon Har or anything like that, obviously. You can't, okay. But if there, if it's simply, then it's Onik Shabbos, and the Ramah says it's therefore allowed. Okay, so... I, but we're only talking about conversations right now. Okay, right? so so Rabbi Yaakov Emden, of course, and others, the Tverses, Rabbi Yisrael Lipschitz, and the Kilkelis Shabbos, and the Hakdama, uh, and the Mishnayis to, Hilchas, to uh, Seder Moyed, when he deals with Hilchas Shabbos. By the way, both both of these men, uh, Yaakov Emden and the Israel Lipschitz, are both quoted by the Mishnah Bura as a possibility. They both say that this is the source to allow, and this is where we get to what we want to talk about, which is not just sitting and schmoozing and hearing the news, but actually, as we said in the long Shabbos afternoons 
and maybe even Shabbos morning, reading the news and spending time reading the newspaper. Uh, now, again, reading the newspaper, let's say, again, when we started the Chavrusa show many years ago, there was probably a lot of people who could have listened to us that were getting the paper with a tremendous cheshik to to get that newspaper and, and, and go through it. And it was a nice, hefty uh piece of material. We all know now, speaking in the, the year of 2021, common era, newspapers are pretty much, uh, in, in the secular world, in the non-Jewish world, in the non-religious world, sort of like a, you know, uh, is that what, um, is that what we used to, you know, our parents and grandparents used to read was the newspapers? Um, because, um, you mean on Shabbos afternoon? Is that what they were reading? Right. In, in, in other words, yeah, because they don't even have newspapers. But we know that in the Jewish world, uh, especially in Eretz Yisrael, but as, here in America as well, there is a, an industry. I don't know if it's thriving, but I think it's still pretty healthy about newspapers because we stop because we in the religious world do not. Uh, go to our phones or go to our computers on Shabbos and Yontif. So therefore, there still is room, and uh, it sounds like it if you if you go to some of the big stores in Brooklyn or maybe even in Chicago, where you'll see that people are are are, are grabbing them off the shelf, whether it's Hamodia or the magazine Mishpocha or Ami or whatever it is, and 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 and, and these things are cost a pretty penny, and people are buying it and reading it, and you can see that reading newspapers is continuing. Um, right. I mean, and I'd say it's probably true that most people are reading it on Shabbos specifically. Well, on that, I would like once again to invoke the Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch uh, says specifically about reading. Now, remember, um, Rabbi Yaakov Emden says that the heter of the Truma Sadeshen is a heter for newspapers. I didn't get a chance to articulate that uh, properly. But um, the uh, uh, the idea was that the newspaper was similar to the Chadoshos. And therefore, Rabbi Yaakov Emden and Rabbi Yisrael Lipschitz says that if reading newspapers is an onig for you, you would have a right to read them. Now, the reason why they have to make that point is because, as you know from the Gemara itself, the Gemara talks about how usher it is to read even letters, if you don't know what's right, that the letters uh, that are just friendly letters, Shtari Hedyotos, this of course is a Brysa or a Mishnah, I think, in, in Shabbos, Shtari Hedyotos, Shtari Chovos, uh, Chovos, of course, are business, but even Igerish Oshila Sholem, even if I would read some of the old emails that I printed up that you wrote me, or letters that we wrote to each other, um, it would be also a few ayin behem below kriya also. Yeah, but you have to remember there, there there's some issues with you maybe Michal Shabbos. I, I don't know. I don't know if we want to bring those up because there there's a problem. You may erase. You may write something down. You may mark it. Whatever. Whatever it is. But, but, but okay. So what you, about this sif in Shulchan Aruch? Sif Yud Zion. Also lilmay b'Shabbos v'yontev zuvas b'divrei Torah. Okay. So right in terms, of what are you going to get involved in? Now maybe you're you'll... reading. You're reading from the Shulchan Aruch. The same Ramah says in Tezayin um, that that uh, that's Davkim Ksuvim Belashon Laz Belashon Hakodesh Shari. That uh, you know, if they're if they're written in in Lashon Kodesh, where you've got some benefit from it, that's also allowed. There's a place to be able to do that too. Yeah. Okay. What did the Shulchan Aruch say before that? The Shulchan Aruch said Sifrei Milchamos Also Likreis Ben Beshabbos. 
right? To read uh, Patton's memoirs, to read Kissinger's Milchamos uh, uh, in diplomacy, uh, right? Af b'chol aser, mishum moishev leitzim, v'oiver mishum altifnu elelilim, divrei cheshek, of course, if you're going to be reading, um, you know, a pot boiler uh, or a romance novel, that's Magari Yetzirah, and of course, he uh, the 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 machaber sort of curses the people who print the stuff. Um, and you're right. Yeah, I mean, if someone's reading Dan Brown and Tom Clancy, you know, I would say maybe even that. Again, you have to remember that. So where, where are you going to? So again, so we, we we have two subjects here. We have newspapers and books, right? Now you know as well as I do. Okay, so let's take the long shot this afternoon. Uh, what is our average listener or blah blah blah? Um, he's got a he's got a couple of newspapers. He has some books in front of him. Your Kalman Warch is okay with that fellow uh, enjoying himself and spending an hour or two, maybe even more, getting through the paper or getting through Tom Clancy. You are or yeah, not? I mean, I'll I'll say it like this, and I'll put it into into very modern terms. I think that today, when people are so involved in the world, especially with technology, and then when it comes Shabbos. It comes Shabbos, and and so many people feel the pain of Shabbos. They have to detach from their phone. They have to detach from all of that. I think if we're looking at the Ramah giving us a heter and saying that this is what people's own Shabbos is, and we have to allow it for them because that's their pleasure of Shabbos, and he's saying that hundreds of years ago. I think today we have to understand that for some people, Shabbos afternoon, if you're going to lock them down to whatever, and I'd be open to hearing your suggestions at, at some point, but if you're going to lock them down to a limited number of spiritual endeavors, that, and while they're still barely recovering from their detox, people need, people need this. People need to be able to feel like on Shabbos they can do what brings them peace. And if it means a book or a newspaper, again, without any prohibitions, but if it's if if it means something that benefit them, then that's what they should okay, do. Okay, so okay, so first of all, let's say that books and newspapers are very different than they were in the time of the Ramah. Let's say that no matter what, and again, I am, as you know, a person who's maybe uh, an aficionado of movies and books and newspapers, and I'm not speaking from a holier than thou attitude. What I'm speaking about is about what should be on Shabbos. And I, again, I would love to be able to distance myself totally and completely from any of that information during the week. But I'm actually putting myself in the Balabas's place. We have so much of it during the week. And what are you going to say, Kalman, to read the newspapers? The, or let's say a book, right? Let's assume, is there any book today that doesn't have Gira Yetzer Hara in it? The Ramah only said, when he talked about, if you look at the Lushan of the Ramah, he's not talking about reading literature. He's talking about non-fiction. That if the non-fiction is written in Lushan HaKodesh, there's a benefit. And the benefit is not Oneg. The benefit is based on tasteless that it gives you a greater appreciation of the language. We have so many other options today to appreciate Lashon HaKadosh. He's not talking about reading Clancy. He's not talking about reading Dickens. He's not talking about reading Shakespeare. He's talking about reading nonfiction types of uh, uh, descriptions in a language. And because of Lashon HaKadosh, he wanted to build a greater familiarity with the language. To use the Ramah as... Yeah, 
I, I don't think that's fair. Again, remember that this is the same Mechaber you're quoting here, who says that you should never be reading Shakespeare, and you should never be reading Dickens, and you should never be reading um, Pushkin, and you should never be reading Dumas. He, he, he said they're all. He so, so what all should we? So common. What should, you're right. He. The, the so, so if, if, but if you are allowed to read it, then it's the same as what the Ramah says earlier. If that's and that's your Oneg Shabbos. Shabbos is different. And I think that if, I, I don't deny the fact that Oneg Shabbos should allow a, an amount of, it shouldn't be the no fun league. It shouldn't be so uh, oppressive. And if you have no Oneg out of your Shabbos, then you're right. The Shabbos becomes stilted and you, you feel like a prisoner. I agree. I'm going to speak for our listeners for a second. I, I think they're probably at this point reacting with what seems like a little bit of a role reversal here. Would you like to respond to that? Because you seem to be very stringent on people, um, maybe taking the more uh, severe approach here. Um, uh, wh- why are you being more stringent here than perhaps you would be in other places? You're saying that in our history of discussion, most people believe that I usually end up being a more lefty, more modern Mako, and you're the I'm one just, that's being the more machmer. Yeah, I'm preempting what I think our listeners may be uh, yeah, considering. Well, you're, you're presuming that they even care so much about who we are and really are thinking what he said and what he said. But okay, but you're, I'll take it as a personal challenge. Yeah, the question is still a question. Why you're, is it that generally, and I think in general, you are more open-minded to the needs of the world, uh, and I think that's a positive thing, and yet here you seem to be a little more yeah, well, I think part of it is because I have to say that part of it is my disgust with the um, the world of newspapers today. Um, now, again, I'm this not from someone who reads the New Yorker. Again, I, my, I read the New Yorker, but I don't read it. I skim to find what I think could be good fodder for us. It was only so, because of just the articles. This is not like the guy who reads Playboy. No, I, this is not that. I, I, I got the illusion. And unfortunately, I get all the illusions. And I, 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 I come from the swamp of lowbrow culture that I was raised in, despite my European parents and my yeshiva background. But I think the point is, is that I've become, even this morning, as I was thinking about discussing this subject, I looked at um, uh, something on my phone about a terrible massacre that occurred in Africa where Islamist extremists, Muslim extremists had massacred 130 people. And it was the top story in the Wall Street Journal. I had to do a search in the New York Times to find it. It's not the front page news. And I noticed that in the New York Times that that there was not even, they didn't even use the word Islamist. They used the word jihadist once. The point is, is that the news that comes from the big gorilla, the New York Times, which is for most people, the New York Times, the Washington Post, most of it is so, as evidenced here, even by a story that has to do with the terror and, and horror of, of what, what Islamic extremism can result in, they were so tippy-toeing around anything that is in any way, shape, or form could somehow. Are you suggesting that what we can read on Shabbos is is affected by the um, let's call it the the disintegration of what was once a very respectable medium called the media, and that that should affect. I don't know if that should affect. Okay, so what I'm saying is is that the New York Times and other outlets are 
just like here, the, the censorship that goes on, plus, let me say it even better, the fact that it's not Chadashot that the Ramah was talking about, because they expect fully that there, we, the fact was somehow captured by some person uh, on, on, on a screen that they've already seen or they already know about. It's so much more opinion, and, and those opinions are consistently ugly and anti-religious and, and, and are, 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 are basically taking away from any sort of spirit of a Torah mentality. So the newspapers, I think, have become, even when they are about to just tell you what happened, they tell it to you with such a leftish, leftish spin and such an anti-religious spin. So that's one thing that is, is pushing me. But it's more than that. The second thing is, Kalman, is that I think that unlike previous generations, that people worked so hard during the week. And I can understand, ah, I could finally read my New York Times on Shabbos or whatever magazine it was, the Kansas City Post, whatever it was that they'd be reading. Today, I think our access to information throughout the day, we go into an elevator and we see the news, right? Elevators in New York City have, as you're pressing the button to go up to the 10th, when I used to go to the Besden, to go to the 12th floor in the RCA. So on my ride up, I, I was given today's news, right, on the elevator. And, and people get it even in, 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 in better, maybe, I don't know if Jewel in Chicago has this, but there's many grocery stores where, you, where you're standing in line. And as you're standing in line, they're giving you a, a series of news. We get it constantly. And we're getting it on our phones. It's information overload that we don't need. We know so much about the world starting out. The tr- that's why I told you again, Kalman. Yes, it's codified by the Ramal, but it's codified based on the Truma Sadeshan outlook of a world where they didn't have information 24-7. We've got enough that we should be able to go up now to the level of the Beis Yosef and say, yes, maybe, and let me just say again, I feel but he gives a hat there to 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 do sifrei chokmas. I'm all for a person who says, "Look, I can't really study. Uh, I can't study das tfunos. I can't study zereshimshon. I can't study more b'shemesh. I don't have the Paulist Press translation uh, on of of the Morei Nayim to help me through." Um, that's a little plug for you. But the point is, okay. Maybe Sifrei Chochma. Maybe you're right, Sifrei Chochma. And again, over here also, we're sort of in a strange place because a lot of the Sifrei Chochma uh, are written just like our good friend. I don't know if you read him. Did you read uh, Yuval um, Harari's books, Sapiens? Did you read them? <laughs> right. I mean, the, 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 all the stuff on robots taking over kind of turned me off of him. But uh, but, but the point I'm, is... I'm, I'm, but, I'm, not a, I'm not a Terminator... But I think there are enough Sifrei Chochma in libraries that you can still visit that that could also be a beautiful way to spend a couple of hours on Shabbos afternoon. But I think the news, especially the way it's so heavily opinionated, but even if it wouldn't be, is really unnecessary. And I think we really have to try to build, use, look, your Baal are brainy. 
they can they are they are trained uh, they've gone to colleges they they have a, a very high level of intellectual capability let's try to give them real stuff to think about to learn on Shabbos look neither of us are big fans of everything Art Scroll is doing but whether it's Art Scroll or Feldheim there's so much out there and I'm not talking about the books of stories I'm talking about the Torah that can be given in so many different fashions and that's what I think we're let, let me ask you then to just, just give it to us straight I mean I, I'm going to disagree with you but but I, I'd like to hear from you and a very, very, the people are listening. They want to know, Rabbi Kivalevitz is suggesting that they should stop reading the newspaper. They should stop reading the books. And instead, they should be learning. So tell me, practically speaking, what should your average person who's had a very long week and wants to have a day to take it easy, they're having a hard time because they don't have their phone, they don't have their life that they're used to, they're kind of stuck at home for the next five hours until Mincha. Practically speaking, what can they pick up that they'll actually be interested in and that will engage them and not be a source of stress or, or, or difficulty for them? Well, I, I do believe, Kalman, that more news and more information well, will, will be a stress. I, I, we can argue that, but what, okay. would, what would you actually okay. suggest? That they All right. Do? So... Obviously, everybody, you know, everyone's got things that appeal to them. I would say a very nice option is Feldheim's incredible translation of the Bnei Yisachar. That would be a wonderful thing for people to read, in fact, in a group. In fact, they, we could even make a chabura of Bnei Yisachroniks, where people who are coming together and they are studying together the, the words of the great Tzvi Elimelech of Dinov, translated so expertly by, uh, escapes me for a minute here, who did the translation on it. Yes, yeah, some Thanks young guy. Thanks for the plug. But I, I will say that if I can quote from the Bnei Yisachar right here <laughs> and from the translator, he quotes, um, the Alshech asks, it says, um, whoever delights in Shabbos is given all his heart's desires. Um, but it doesn't say whoever delights in Shabbos. It says whoever delights the Shabbos. And so he says that, um, and he answered that if a person with the say, my pleasure is laughter, foolishness, strolling, meaningless discussions, and other worthless things, we respond to him, we do not take your pleasures into consideration, for Shabbos has no delight or honor from these. So, so you're right, the translator in B'nai Sasha, whoever he was, I mean, he's just translating, but there he clearly <laughs> quotes the opinion of the Alshech that one should not be reading other things. But nevertheless, the same, the same author, the Bnei Sashar, and uh, I'll read from the same words of the translator, then goes on to say, he quotes the Ramah, again, who is lenient, and although I, I have to admit that he's not as, um, he's not as accepting of this Ramah, let me give you the exact words. He says, um, I would venture that even our masters, that's all, meaning the Ramah, only wrote that to be a good advocate for the Jewish people and to argue for their merit. 100%. He is right. But, and, uh, he is right. But you know what? The Ramah says it. The Ramah says it. Anyway, I, I want to go back to what... Even though B'nai Yisrael Yotzim Biyad Ramah, it's time to actually move beyond the Ramah. And I would tell you, Kalman, uh, as someone who's very interested in the B'nai Yisrael, to also read his notes on the Chassid Yaivitz's work, or Hachayim, right? Where he really goes to town 
against the intrusion of all this type of secular writing. And I believe, Kalman, just like the, the, the B'nai Yususka translation shows, there's enough out there. And, and I, I'm going to go out even further. I believe that the magazines and, and my good friends work for them. I'm so happy they have Parnosa. I have people who are some of my close friends, who are editors, who work for these magazines. I think that these magazines really, in a way, deter even the Torah magazines, the Torah meaning from a Torah community, it deters people from where they could really go. First of all, you open up Mishpacha or Ami. What hits you right away? Despite, first of all, there's no women, of course, in any of the ads, but all these beautiful looking chesidish of men and, and, and little boys selling what? Selling a strimo and or selling a, a, a type of ice cream. It's all about buying stuff, buying things, right? They are so happy, these publishers, when their magazine can be stuffed with 40% ads. And, and true, I'm not, I don't look at the ads. But it still hits you, the business aspect. Even the, when, when the magazines decide to highlight some sort of business fellow who made money with some Jewish idea. So the, my problem is, is that the guy who's reading that, the, the person, man or woman who's reading that on, on Shabbos afternoon, thinks, oh, I'm, this is Tyredic. Is, do you think it's Tyredic Kalman Warch? Do you think it's Tyredic to, to read the story about, about the singer who decided to make money now, now that now he's, he's so successful that he decided to start singing Hasidic country songs instead of singing the old Chazonis songs? I mean, what, what gain are we getting from it? And the well, fact that... I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to respond to that. I, I, again, I don't want to take, take away business from any Jew, but I agree with you that that stuff is not... Is not um, is not going to make it into the literature hall of fame by any account. But yet, I'll still say, if that's your Onik Shabbos, that's your Onik Shabbos. And what I'm challenging you is you present to me, and I know you mentioned there's translations, there's Feldheim, there's others, but tell me what will cause people to kind of enjoy and relax in, that, in the same way in the world of Torah, if that's what they need, if that's their owning Shabbos. So go to a guy who tells, who tells you that, you know, I, Shabbos afternoon, I like to relax. I read the, the, uh, the, the, new, the, the Ated or the Amodia. That's what I do on, on Shabbos afternoon. What are you suggesting? Okay, so what I would suggest, although it goes against my, my grain, because I've spoken on this platform, I don't know if it's in the ICJS platform yet, but it's on the Yeshiva of Newark platform about Rav, ha- about Rav Yitzhak Zilberstein uh, Shlita. And I've talked about his works, right, which are extremely popular and, and, and Baharivna, where you can see, and this is really his tremendous schluss that he has, whether he's the Godel Ador or not, he definitely is someone who has created a, a Torah literature that even a person, yeah, boy, that's an interesting question. That's interesting. And, and presenting the sources and coming up with real life situations that can apply to Torah. I, I think if, if our if our Rabbanim and people like yourself who are involved in adult education in a, in, in a strong way, reveal to their, to, to, to their congregants and the people that appreciate them, the richness of this literature and tell them about it, I think they're going to love it. Look, I am a big, you know, you, you, you're saying to me, I'm like the no fun person. I actually believe in people, Kalman, and I believe we don't need these heterim anymore. 
we don't need the Ramaz Malamit's Rus. I think we can push even the 21st century jaded 24 uh, 7 information guy into a love of Torah that is unprecedented. And what we can do is, and, and the way we need to do it is to speak out against the other stuff. Unfortunately, the only way we're going to get to Asay Tov is to start with a Surmeira. We need to first tell them that, look, this is a, look, Kalman, wouldn't you agree with me that the, the Bawa boss who, uh, you know, is used to getting up uh, six o'clock to catch the, the L downtown is probably Shabbos morning also getting up six o'clock. And before he gets to his nine o'clock minion and shul, what's he, what's he, what's he doing, this guy? He's, he's got the paper, right? And he's, he's sitting there at his table checking out his paper getting through getting his, his, his drinking his 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 espresso don't you think that that we can demand more from our balabatim well, listen I, I have to agree if, if, if you know shabbos morning for someone to wake up shabbos morning you know a guy's used to waking up at six o'clock so he wakes up at six o'clock and he's got three hours till shul for him to sit there with his um how would we say it? the the coffee and the and the uh, chocolate babka and reading the Wall Street Journal front to back and then heading off to shul I, that doesn't feel like shops. Yeah, I, I you know I I have to agree with that. W- what should he be doing during those three hours? You know, could he be preparing the parsha? Should he be reading maybe something a little more Jewish? Maybe, but I think that's much more of a before davening issue than it is a Shabbos issue. And so even if I'll concede all of that, because that's not how you start your day and that's not how you uh, approach, you know, deal with your life and then daven, you know, um, later. But Shabbos afternoon, which is when many people suffer from, you know, they, they feel like they're, they're, they're reaching for something to give them a, a sense of peace because they're so... Um, um, still recovering. They're going through withdrawal. I think you have to allow the, the, them. The new, you think the news is going to give them peace? The news is going to get them more uh, excited and it angry. Distracts them and occupies them in a way that doesn't um, strain their 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 mind. It doesn't. You're right. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything to their mind except make them upset or reconfirm the positions they've already had. As I said, that when the news look, the people who love reading the New York Times are enjoying. Uh, basically uh, hearing uh, the news according to their uh, positions, moral positions about what they think the, the world needs, instead of being informed. I think, Kalman, we can make it fun. I think if you have groups who basically take Zilberstein or our good friend Rabbi Schaffel, we know him very well, right? Rabbi Schaffel works, at, at my shul in Houston used to do this uh, for Shalashidis. What they did was they would take the uh, Business Halachic Institute a question, and then go around and everybody would talk about how you would answer the question, remember? And, and, and of course, Rabbi Schaffel, who is the, who was on the hotline of that uh, publication, uh, we know every week they have an uh, uh, interesting Hoshin Mishpat question. What's, what better way to get business people involved than having a Chabura of people who understand the give and take of business and can now see where the halacha perhaps changes things or halacha alters things. And can you imagine a chabura like that? Instead of sitting there, you know, g- g- going through, you know, the catcher in the rye or whatever book it is that you want to read that afternoon, but actually spending time with other people who are business-minded like yourself, maybe led by one of the group who prepares them in advance. And this way the chevra themselves have camaraderie and it's about Tyra. 
And even though it's not necessarily what, what they learn in Panovich or they learn in, 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 in Kailu Chazanish, but boy, that's a much better Shabbos than just spending time uh, feeling the cool air conditioning on you and turning the pages of a book. What do you think? I, I think, uh, you know, listen, you can't argue with the fact that if people can turn that into something more positive. Certainly, I, I would imagine that every single community in the United States that, it, that calls itself a community has, has options. For people to go to shiurim, there's probably shiurim at 4 o'clock, then shiurim at 5 o'clock, then there's a shir. Every shul should have a shir before mincha, right? This is the, this thing. But, but, but that, I think that people have a capacity for that. A person can attend a shir before mincha. To spend all the afternoon... In, in a state of learning and to turn it, you're asking them to be masmidim on one day, to be people who can sit and learn for hours and hours one day a week. I don't know if people are capable. And of the that. second thing I would say is the Yeshayimrim of the Beis Yosef, which is Sifrei Chokhmah. Kalman, you, are, you probably appreciate Chokhmah more than I do. Um, I know that you enjoy science. You enjoy, uh, I, I happen to enjoy biology and, and, and the interplay of, 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 of the animal world and, and, and the world uh, that's out there in nature. My father, Olav Shalom, uh, could, could spend hours, despite his European background, just looking through the articles in the National Geographic or, or watching programs. I think that those things are something which we could also promote the, with, uh, without and having the edge of even the, the Mishpacha magazine edge, where there needs to be a, a, a yesoid about what this is about, just to, to, to revel in the, in, in the beauty of the Bria. Isn't that, isn't that something that we can... Right? No, listen, okay, if someone were to ask me, I have a choice between reading two things. I can read Great Expectations or A Brief History of Time. I would say read A Brief History of Time. You know, actually, uh, maybe not. Dickens is uh, whatever. But, uh, <laughs> but, but if you've got a choice, certainly, if you've got a choice between one of Dan Brown's books and, and one of Stephen Hawking's books, then obviously... So, so people uh, need to hear the Shulchan Aruch's Psaac. We're talking here about people who, they've got all day, and you're taking away this option that the Ramah makes available, which is, the, listen, if this is what you need, then this is what you need. And, and, and you know, read Harry Potter. Read Harry Potter and Shabbos and have some fun. When, okay, you know, now that's not fair, because you're now talking about what children should be doing. I'm Are, talking about adults. Adults enjoy Harry Potter, and, and that's why I'm oh, saying, oh. even if it's a children's book, <laughs> that's what you enjoy. Calvin, here I come on. We've got to tell adults. Listen, you if you want to read, um, you want to read the the Golden Compass. That's one thing, you know. Philip Pullman, I understand. Um, I but, understand. Anyone who was an adult before the first book came out read Harry Potter as an adult, right? Everyone's <laughs> read it. Yeah, I, I come on. Harry Potter is really just a little. It's a it's a coming of age story. You really think it's it's good literature? Not an impressive work of literature. And and Hakol Talib Amazel, a philosopher Torah, Shiba Shiba. I won't say Shiba Hechel, but I don't know how she got that Mazel. You know, the writing is is whatever. We I think we both agree with that. A Good Night Moon is is better written. But 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 you're you're not going to have an adult sitting around discussing Good Night Moon. Okay. Uh, okay. So, you, you know, if somebody, uh, youth directors work overtime to try to figure out ways to get the kids involved in learning, right? You know about youth directors. You've had youth directors in your family. You understand what that is. Maybe what we need is directors of education in communities to, to, you, to come together to think, what are we going to do? 
and I, I'm going to make this even more important. Shabbos afternoon shouldn't be a time where the person's uh, me time becomes disassociation from the community time. I think that if we if if we understand who we have as our members and our shoals and our communities, we can craft what it takes that it should be tyradic, not just I no I don't I, I want to erase that word not tyradic because Ami and Mishpacha is tyradic. I'm talking about tyra. I'm talking about real learning, and this way they could make the steps that are necessary. You know as well as I do. We both have very good friends that are very smart that that are wonderful. But they, but they can't get over the hump. You know what'll get them over the hump? Learning will get them over the hump. Not just hearing your shear or my shear. What'll get them over the hump is more involvement in real learning on Shabbos when they have time. And if we think creatively, first by saying, stop it with the newspapers already. Stop it with the Zachen. Shabbos should be a day of elevation where you can use your mind. And we present options for them, I think we're going to have a stronger community. It's going to be a greater Kedusha Shabbos than what we have now, for sure, but also a stronger Klal Yisrael, because a Klal Yisrael that is a Tyradika Klal Yisrael that thinks in a Tyra fashion, that's where I'm sitting. I'm not a Mako. I want people to learn. I want to have people to talk to. If I'm a Mako Kalman, it's because I want people to know that Tyra allows for Kulas. I don't want people to think Torah is, oh, that's the rabbi who's machmer because it comes from a Torah perspective. My natiya to be meiko is because I want to, I want Torah to bleed into totally and completely Jewish communities. And that's why I'm more meiko than other people are because I know how to adapt. I think yeah, correctly. I'm, I'm, not in, I'm not in total disagreement. Now, I do want to point out for the sake of our listeners that obviously there are people who, for whom Shabbos afternoon is family time, right? We're, we're not getting into that. Our question is when, when, when you've got stuff, whatever that time is set aside, now you're down to, I'm going to read now, this is my time, what should I be doing with it, right? I, th- I think that's, that's very clear. And what I'm saying is, I agree with you that if someone can attend this year, and certainly it should be the responsibility of the leaders of the community to create opportunities for as that, that can cater to as many people as possible. You should have women's shiurim, you should have these shiurim, a little more uh, simple, there should be a gemara shir here, and a fiyomi shir here, and a this shir, that, that's all great. But I, I think what we the point where we're at odds, I think, is in this area of the person who isn't, they're not, they're not a learning kind of person, and they're not going to go there. And you kind of want that person to push themselves. And I'm saying if you push them that way, they're going to come to feel like Shabbos is, it's already difficult for them, Shabbos. And, and you're making it even harder for them. And I think for that person, listen, it's do do whatever you need to do that 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 makes you feel good about Shabbos, as long as it's not prohibitions. If that's what you need, then that's what you need. Then turn turn your um, Wall Street Journal in, into your into your Shabbos afternoon onik Shabbos. And, you know, take take your time, sit there with a with a coffee, and 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 read the um, obviously uh, um, Power of Creamer. And, and 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 read your newspaper and have yourself a great Shabbos and feel like you regenerated by having a day of rest. Yeah, well, I'm not sure. Again, maybe the Wall Street Journal is better than the New York Times, obviously. But the question is about regeneration. I don't know if it's going to. You're right. It's, it sounds like you're just putting your mind in a different space, but not necessarily doing what Shabbos was meant to do. I'll just add, just end with this thing. And maybe, Kalman, it's because you're so good at it that you don't even think 
in a different way. More shiurim, more shiurim. I say less shiurim, more learning. Shiurim, yeah, you're right. Nobody can match Kalman Warch to explain the Zerah Shimshin. Yes, it's beautiful. Come in here. It's going to be Gavaldic. You're going to be astounded. But you know, Kalman, I, I would like you and others to work on building the skills that the Baalabatim love just learning among themselves. Part of I don't want to go that. You know why? Well, there may be a Lishitaska here as well. I think I think the listeners should know, Rabbi Kivalevich, when he comes to a shir, he doesn't just go there and tell you, um, you know, what the Sefer is saying. He throws out all these sources for you and even lets you walk away with some that he didn't even discuss, right? So so that's your style. And maybe that's again Lishitaska. Um, according to your position, you want people to do as much work on their own as they I can. want them to build themselves. Because I think what people, the reason people say, I don't want to go to that shear. Part of the reason is, is because the shear is so much the product of the personality of the person giving them, the people who are there. It's not like, uh, I don't want to go there. Uh, uh, I don't like those guys who go there. And I don't like the guy, he didn't, he didn't answer my question when I raised my hand. You know what? Forget about the shear. Think about ways that the people could come together and learn among themselves or let people know about B'nai Yisosfer translations, let them know about Rabbi Zilberstein translations, let them know about this stuff that's out there, and this way they can enjoy it. And maybe even what rabbis should do is sometimes instead walk away from the pulpit sometimes and let the Balabatim come and discuss a question and get up there and let them feel a little bit of cover too in terms of what they're doing. We know that one of the reasons why both me and you were able to stay in learning as long as we could, because there's a certain high that we get from being able to, ah, I said a good cheer. Ah, I had the people listening. Let's give that hano to some of our Balabatim, the hano of a of, of person who's going to hear something gishmak in Torah. Believe me, that's like a drug that's going to get to them. And this way, they're going to want to build themselves and make themselves greater. Look, Common, I think, I've, I, I think that you're, you're going to concede to me on even more levels the more you think about this. But that's about all the time we have for this week. Enjoy your Shabbos, Hever. Take some of my advice. <laughs> Don't take my Chavrusa Rabbi Colin Warch's advice and uh, stay with your paper if you don't need to. And I would say, uh, don't push yourself to the approach of my Chavrusa Rabbi Avram Kivalevitz if you don't feel that it would benefit you. Okay. Take care, everybody. Enjoy Shabbos. See you next week. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.